Welcome to Flirting with Bitcoin. I'm your host, Mandana Yousefi, and this is my boo, Ian Reese. Hey, do you have a second? Can you quickly check that you're subscribed to our podcast? We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, and the Fountain app. And make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter. That way you know every time there's a new episode of the Flirting with Bitcoin podcast. Now let's get back to flirting. Mr. Reese, it is episode 10 of our podcast. Lucky number 10. We've made it this far. 10 is a lot. And I think our listeners have earned the right to finally learn what NFTs are. They're a scam. I know you say they're a scam, but I think it's difficult to learn about Bitcoin and still not understand what NFTs are, as we're hearing about them constantly, every single day. Another new celebrity finds a way to start using them. And I want to understand it, starting with, what is an NFT? (laughs) So NFT is a non-fungible token. Okay, that explains it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I understand I mean, now. Thank yeah, you so much yeah. for explaining. <laughs> but did you know that's what it stood for? I did know that's what it stood okay. for, but I I don't quite understand uh, you know, how to buy it, why it's better than I don't know what the alternative is to NFTs or if they're this brand new type of thing that you can have that never existed before. I don't understand any of it and it does seem like a scam. <laughs> Well, do you know what the word fungible means? Well, I'm looking at the dictionary definition here and it says able to replace or be replaced by another identical item, mutually interchangeable. I'm sorry, I fell asleep. What were you saying? So that's just the dictionary. (laughs) I'm just saying that to say that's the dictionary definition. The most important part there was replaceable, easily interchangeable. NFT is non-fungible, right? So it's not easily interchangeable, right? So you you have it, It's there's only one of it, you can prove that it's yours. I have a token that grants me the right to that particular non-fungible item. So like Bitcoin, one person can hold it, two people can't hold it. Yes, but that's where the scam starts. Ah, so okay, let's get into it. Okay, so how do you buy an NFT? Um, NFTs are sold on various marketplaces. Um, the most popular one is called OpenSea. And right. I have to use cryptocurrency to purchase it? Um, you usually use the currency of the network that the marketplace runs on. So that means I could open a Coinbase account determine the network that I want to buy an NFT on and then convert my dollar into whatever that cryptocurrency is that that NFT has to be purchased in. You would probably start by going shopping for an NFT. In order to own it, you have to use the currency that the marketplace says you can spend to buy it. So I believe OpenSea is Ethereum. Ether is Ethereum? Yeah. Ah, new slang, guys. We're learning. It's not slang. That's <laughs> that's what it's called. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't Ethereum know is the network. Ether is the the cryptocurrency name. Well, now I know. You never taught me anything about Ethereum. <laughs> okay, so 
I go in a catalog, I identify the NFT that I want to purchase. Let's call it a photo Mm -hmm. of something or a drawing. I purchase it. What Mm -hmm. happens? You now get a token that proves your ownership of said JPEG, right? So I know you're not on Twitter, but (laughs) but Twitter recently set Twitter up where if you have an NFT, you can make that your profile pick, right? And so since NFTs are non-fungible, if I have this profile pic, nobody else can have this profile pic. I could just take a picture of it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's the scam. But I thought if you have an NFT for your profile picture on Twitter, you have some like box around it that says, ooh, this is an NFT. Right. So that's where you're, you're already identifying like the first part of the scam, which is because it's so easy to just use any image you want. They had to do something else for you to for people to know that this image is special. Right. Right. Okay, I see how that's a scam. But what about an NFT being a ticket to a concert? Again, so the scam there is why do I need an NFT to do that? We already get people into concerts with our phones. Okay, what if it's an NFT that is a video. So you're the only person that can watch this video? <laughs> I guess, yeah. They're they're trying to create scarcity of a thing that like is already scarce, right? So if you have a concert, for example, there's only so many tickets. We already we I mean like we may not like Ticketmaster, right? But we already have systems that like get people in and out of concerts. There's nothing special about doing that. The scam is, is that there's this like new veneer being put on solved problems and saying they're solving them again, just using crypto now. Why do you think there are so many people that are spending ridiculous amounts of money on NFT photos thinking that they'll make a profit off of it? Because they will, right? The beauty of scams is that as long as there's another sucker, (laughs) you don't have a problem with the scam. You just don't want to be the last sucker. Yeah, if you get in early... And then you turn around and sell them to someone else who didn't get there early enough for you. All you're doing is taking a cut for the person that wants it more than you did. What about people who are content creators or artists and they're trying to figure out a way to make money? This does seem like an avenue that they should be pursuing because other people in their industry are as well. The Bitcoin community is actually working on this problem. How do me, the consumer of your creation, pay you directly without going through a middleman. Bitcoiners are anti-middlemen. OpenSea and these marketplaces are by definition middlemen. (laughs) That's true. Right? There's a great story that happened in the Bitcoin community in the past year. This guy made a sculpture, like a marble sculpture, right? And it was in the shape of a Bitcoin like dollar symbol, right? With the lines on it or whatever. Nerd alert. He put it up for auction. He put the actual sculpture up for auction or the NFT of it? The sculpture is the artwork. There's an address associated with that piece of art. So that art now is actually worth the amount of Bitcoin that that guy paid because the address is like embedded in the sculpture. Oh, so the address is in the sculpture. Yeah. There's this company called CoinKite. They make these little devices called dimes. So these dimes you can put Bitcoin on that can never be taken off. So if you put $100 of Bitcoin on one of these these dimes and embed it in a piece of art, that art is now worth $100. Wow. Because you hold the thing that holds the value. 
So that when you are selling it, the value of it is always physically attached to it. Yes. Interesting. Yes. And that's the use case for the dime. That's why they created that. Well, that's not the explicit use case for the dime. The explicit use case for the dime was, so I put 10,000 Satoshis on this, right? I can just give you 10,000 Satoshis now. I don't have to use electricity to give it to you. Ah, but I can never take it out. You can never take it off. So that almost becomes physical money. Yes. Interesting. Now you could put more on there, right? Because you can plug the the dimes or USB drives, right? So you can plug it into a computer. You can see how much is on there. You can see the address. You can send more to it, but you can't take it out. That's really interesting because there's so much money laundering and embezzlement through artwork. Mm -hmm. And this would eliminate that because it would actually be worth what someone had paid it for because a dime is is attached to the frame of that photo that someone just spent a million dollars on. Exactly. So you can give true value to things in the physical world using Bitcoin technology that's completely on the internet. That's what Bitcoin can do. These other cryptos selling you JPEGs, they ain't doing that. Okay, fair enough. In the physical world, Bitcoin is the better choice for purchasing artwork. But in the digital world where there's this new metaverse coming up and people are building virtual experiences, will we get to a point where we do want to have nice surroundings when we put on our VR headsets and those nicest surroundings are going to be things that we need to purchase NFTs for? Everything until the NFTs part. 100%. You give people a 3D world, they're going to want to customize it. And I have no doubt that someone's going to figure out how to sell you things to customize your experience, right? That doesn't really happen on the the Facebook headset, the Quest, but they do boot you into like a living room type of experience that I can totally see giving you the ability to place objects in there that you bought. The point that I keep coming back to is you can do all of that without using cryptocurrency technology. The reason why that they're bundling this concept of NFTs with cryptocurrency is because cryptocurrency is the new hot thing. And when you dig deeper into the underlying technology, you're not even buying the image. You're you're buying access to a URL. You're buying access to a URL, which who controls? The marketplace that you bought it from. You're buying a URL that will serve up that image wherever it is requested from. And the token part of NFT is how you prove that you have access to that URL so that it serves up that image. And could I share my NFT with multiple people and access and use it at the same time? Can multiple people use an NFT for their Twitter profile photo? Technically, yes, but probably not because of the implementation that Twitter chose to make sure that everyone's Mm. is unique. Again, that's a middleman implementation saying that two people can't use the same NFT. But technically, someone else building something other than Twitter could be like, yeah, like everyone can use, we don't care. (laughs) Like everyone can use the same NFT image if they want, if you have the token. Could I take a screenshot of someone else's NFT and then create my own NFT and put that in there and then use that as if I had bought it from someone who made it? Again, technically, yes. (laughs) Nobody would buy your image. Right. Fair enough. So the value is also derived from if people are even willing to pay for it. 
So there is some value in the NFTs in the sense that people are making a value judgment and are deciding, I would rather have that NFT than the dollars or Ethereum that I have. And that's the same logic we use to apply to Bitcoin to say why Bitcoin's valuable. So I don't want to take that away from like NFTs, right? Like people are choosing to part with earned money for an image. And if they're being selective about who they're purchasing it from, you could say that it's a way for people to directly support artists. Absolutely. It, it does give artists a way to monetize themselves that they did not have before. The trick there is you don't need cryptocurrency to do any of that, <laughs> right? Like you could take the entire OpenSea platform, remove the fact you have to pay with Ethereum, remove the fact that you need these tokens and wallet addresses and just replace it with regular AWS databases. It's the same thing. It works the exact same way. So what's your prediction? Do you think that this is just going to keep going and become this insane, unnecessary marketplace, micro industries that are popping up to support the NFT market? Or eventually this will all crumble and we're going to laugh like we did about how much money people spent on pogs and Beanie Babies. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you brought up Beanie Babies. There's this really funny photo of a couple in court in their divorce proceedings, and they're on the ground separating out the Beanie Babies they each want to keep. <laughs> I believe it. But my point here is that these marketplaces like OpenSea, they're being made for digital Beanie Babies. That's all these are, are Beanie Babies. I'm not saying people didn't make money off of Beanie Babies. I'm not saying the Princess Diana Beanie Baby isn't still worth a lot of money today. But these are Beanie Babies. <laughs> the only difference is that they're not made by a single corporation. They're made by individual artists here and there. And so you are you are supporting an artist. While no one's buying and selling Beanie Babies anymore, eBay is still around. That was like 99, 2000, 2001. That's when Google started. That's when Amazon started. That's when the dominant tech companies that we all kind of know today started was like during the Beanie Baby craze. Beanie Babies will come and go. NFTs will come and go. eBay, Google, Amazon, that's just Bitcoin. Bitcoin will be here to facilitate all of that trade. What I'm hearing you say is there's money to be made. <laughs> I would rather buy Bitcoin and just wait. Fair enough. But if you're an artist... It depends on the art. With music, specifically in the Bitcoin world, there are these new apps that are being built where you literally get paid in real time as people listen to your music. Like our podcast is on one of these podcasting apps called Fountain. Right. And, and that's how Fountain works, right? Like as people listen to the podcast, they set up how much, how many Satoshis they want to stream per minute. All they have to do is listen. There's no, you don't need ads. So in the music realm, I think there's a lot of options that are opening up right now. But in the more like physical art realm, I think you probably want to go with Bitcoin for what we just described. And in the digital art realm, if you have to sell an NFT like catalog or something today, sure, go on OpenSea, make your money or whatever, make your, you know, sell it, whatever. I just advise you to put into Bitcoin afterwards, right? Take your Ethereum, convert it to Bitcoin, no harm, no foul. But when those services do come to Bitcoin, it's going to be a lot more efficient for you on that marketplace versus OpenSea. The transfer from Ethereum to Bitcoin is going to cost you a fee. Right. Why wouldn't I just go to the people that already have it that are willing to give me Bitcoin for my art? And you've said this to me before, that the things that are happening in other cryptocurrencies are kind of just testing out things that will eventually be built on Bitcoin by companies that only use Bitcoin. Yeah, I feel like all of these other 
cryptocurrency projects are just features that are missing on Bitcoin. And when the next crash happens, they'll build the feature that they're trying to build on their own network. They'll just build it on Bitcoin. So they just have to lose it all, get burnt before they believe in Bitcoin. Maybe. I think I think a lot of people just making money. I think the whole NFT space and all this stuff is just about making money. Because if you truly understand the invention that is Bitcoin, why aren't you just working on Bitcoin? Well, babe, thanks for humoring me and explaining NFTs. I do believe you. They sound like a scam. You've made the case. At the same time, I still think I'm going to have FOMO when I see other people with NFTs on the internet and I don't have them. When NFTs come to Bitcoin, we'll have some NFTs. But right now we're not doing it on Ethereum. Why would I convert my Bitcoin to Ethereum? So you're saying NFTs are a scam except when we buy them in Bitcoin? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that at all. Again, like I said earlier with the open dime, I think that there will be a way that NFTs will be built on Bitcoin digitally the exact same way that I described that physical piece of art. I feel like there are going to be digital images that are actually going to be worth something because there will be the Bitcoin embedded into it. I don't think anyone's really figured that out yet, but there's some really interesting conversations going on on the interwebs that I think when it gets built on the Bitcoin network, it's going to behave a lot differently and it's going to make a lot more sense. Ah, so right now, NFTs are too good to be true. And if you're willing to wait for it on Bitcoin, it'll be the real deal. (laughs) 